This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, August 20th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. White House targeting aid programs. Pence ties USMCA to China talks. CFTC must answer for disclosing fine. Aid groups worry over possible cuts. Feed the Future research programs at major land-grant universities around the country could be at risk as the White House considers canceling up to $4 billion in unspent foreign aid funding at the State Department and the U.S. Agency for International Development. The White House Budget Office has been preparing a list of rescissions that is expected to be released as soon as today, setting up a fight with Congress. The fiscal year ends September 30th. Sources say the target list has been changing in recent days. A list provided to AgriPulse by a major aid organization indicated $6.5 million in funding for Feed the Future Innovation Labs could be cut, as well as $30 million in food security funding earmarked for faith-based organizations. Another $73 million in community development funds financed through the Food for Peace program is also said to be at risk. Jacob Ricker Gilbert, who oversees Purdue University's Feed the Future Innovation Lab for food processing and post-harvest handling, said his project is proceeding as normal at this point and hoping it isn't affected. UC Davis manages five of those programs. The Feed the Future Innovation Labs conduct research aimed at developing countries. They cover a range of research areas from gender equity and financing to sustainable agriculture, climate resilient chickpeas and genetic solutions to Newcastle disease in chickens. China ambassador confers with Trump. Terry Branstead, U.S. ambassador to China, met yesterday with President Donald Trump. There's no readout of the meeting, but Iowa Senator Johnny Ernst told reporters over the weekend that Branstead planned to talk to the president about the ongoing China trade negotiations, the protests in Hong Kong, and the biofuel usage exemptions that EPA has been giving to small refineries. Branstead, a former governor of Iowa. Pence links USMCA to China talks. Vice President Mike Pence is trying to increase the pressure on Democrats to approve the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement by saying the pact is critical to prospects for a deal with China. By passing the USMCA, we'll strengthen the president's hand in negotiations with China, Pence said at a speech yesterday to the Detroit Economic Club. Pence also expressed optimism about the negotiations with China. He said Trump has a positive relationship with President Xi, and we have great respect for the Chinese people. We're in the midst of productive discussions with China, and they'll continue in the weeks ahead. Walnut producer joins tariff challenge. A walnut farm in California is supporting a lawsuit challenging the president's authority to impose Section 232 tariffs for national security regions, saying the U.S. agriculture has suffered irreparable harm. The lawsuit was filed August 6th by the American Institute for International Steel. Basarai Farms has since filed a friend of the court brief. The lawsuit is an appeal of a March decision by the court on international trade. Retaliatory tariffs have significantly decreased the total amount and price of U.S. agriculture exports, including walnuts, asserts the farm, a 300-acre operation in the Yuba City growing walnuts prunes. 
The walnut sector alone is facing retaliatory tariffs ranging from 15 to 100 percent from China, India, and Turkey, markets that made up 15 percent of the walnut shipments in 2016-17, according to the brief. Section 232 unconstitutionally extends the president's authority to adjust imports over the entire economy, regardless of any impact on national security, according to Basra Farms in their argument. Schumer warns about U.K. trade deal. Senate Democrat leader Chuck Schumer has joined House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in threatening to fight any U.S.-U.K. trade deal that undermines the Good Friday Agreement, which created an open and peaceful border between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. In a letter to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Schumer said America should not be in the business of handing out a blank check that bankrupts the peace, security, self-determination, and shared prosperity precipitated by the Good Friday Agreement. CFTC challenged over disclosure of penalty. The chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission has been ordered to appear in federal court next month to address claims by Kraft Heinz and Mondelez International that the agency violated the terms of its settlement with the companies over their alleged manipulation of wheat futures. The companies say CFTC was not supposed to talk about the case except for the terms of the settlement agreement or public documents filed in the case. The companies filed a motion for contempt, sanctions, or other relief. CFTC announced the settlement Thursday and posted a press release saying the $16 million settlement was approximately three times what the companies gained through the alleged market manipulation. Two Democratic commissioners also issued a statement. All information about the settlement has been removed from the commission's website. But the press release and statement by commissioners Dan Berkovitz and Rostin Benham are available through Google's cached feature. Berkovitz and Benham said in the future commission should not accept any confidentiality provisions or restrictions on the commissioner's ability to make public statements. On Monday, a federal judge directed CFTC Chairman Heath Tarbert, the Democratic commissioners, and CFTC Enforcement Chief Jamie McDonald to appear September 12th for an evidentiary hearing. Here's today's He Said It. They're trying to come up with a political excuse not to vote for it, but it's really not there. So they either need to say yes or no, and they need to get on board fast. That the president of the Iowa Corn Growers Association, Kurt Mether, talking to AgriPulse and House Democrats who are undecided about voting for the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, August 20th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.